Talking with a southern accent. That's what we do here on the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl, as we roll on on a Wednesday. And we are in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. Hope your week's going far. We're midway through it, and we are right in smack dab Nashville. Excited to be back here. We're going to be joined in hour two with Precious Harris. She'll be stopping by, and we're going to have some great insight on what's going on in Nashville, plus a new singer named Dustin Collins will be our special guest, and we're going to share some of his great music and learn more about this talented singer-songwriter. That's ahead in hour two in our Nashville music line with Precious Harris coming up on the Y'all Show. If you want to reach out to us, we welcome your input. Our number is 803-816-1170. On Twitter, we are at Y'all Show, and you can also go to our website, Y'all com y-a-l-l dot com just that simple we're southern we're proud of it we make no apologies and we're all about good southern news information opinion politics food sports what else we got music and much much more here on the y'all show with john rawl all right let's go into what's going on in the world by the way we've got acc talk coming up in just a few minutes with jonathan lifehite what's going on this weekend in the atlantic coast conference can clemson Get at least one first-place vote. Right now, Alabama's got every single first-place vote in college football's latest poll. The Tigers are ranked number two, and Alabama's unanimous number one. So we'll talk to Jonathan about the Tigers' upcoming road trip to Doak Campbell Stadium, where they take on the Florida State Seminoles this weekend. But up first, what's going on in the world? Hurricane Willa swept across Mexico's Pacific mainland Tuesday night, threatening a major resort area and other areas in that part of Mexico. This is a Category 3 storm, and it is moving to the northeast, and it will affect Texas at some point later in the week with torrential rains and flooding perhaps in an area of Texas that doesn't need it. We've seen a lot of flooding going on the last week and a half in Austin and central Texas, and here is this storm coming through in a couple of days, Hurricane Willa, and according to the projection of it, it's going to, wind its way across Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and go to the Florida Panhandle if it keeps its intensity. And it it will likely be just a tropical depression at that point, but still causing problems to the American South. Hurricane Willow will keep our eye on that as the week progresses. Of course, a lot of people turning their attention south of the border anyway, not just because of Willow, but the caravan that's inching closer to the U.S. border. We heard on Tuesday's show President Trump at his rally earlier this week in Houston talking about it, and we'll keep our eye on that and see if anything materializes from the caravan heading north with roughly 7,000 people, I think I heard. All right, sad news from the state of South Carolina. You may remember a couple weeks ago there was a horrible incident where a man, Frederick Hopkins, shot a bunch of law enforcement officers. Seven officers were shot by this 74-year-old man in Florence, South Carolina, and sadly, one more officer died on Monday as Deputy Farrah B. Turner, who had been hospitalized since the attack, lost her struggle to survive. Hopkins has been charged with murder and six counts of attempted murder. He fired three of his estimated 129 guns on October 3rd and injured a lot and killed at least one officer previously, and now uh, that officer was Terrence Carraway, and now his partner in blue, Farrah B. Turner, a Florence County, South Carolina sheriff's deputy, dies in the line of duty after being ambushed by this man, a former attorney who had been disbarred 
and had a stockpile of weapons there in the PD of South Carolina. And our thoughts go out to the family of Deputy Turner. Now, we have been telling you about the heated race going on between the candidates for governor in the state of Georgia, Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams. Well, they had their first debate last night. And lo and behold, in Atlanta, where this debate was going on, a fire alarm interrupted the debate between the candidates, and the event had to come to a brief halt. And a libertarian candidate named Ted Metz was in the middle of answering a question when the alarm went off inside the Georgia Public Broadcasting Studio in the capital city. The debate was stopped and the television feed was briefly pulled while the noise could be investigated. Then the debate resumed just a few minutes later. Unclear what caused the alarm and the rest of the event was uninterrupted. But one way to get ratings there in Georgia with a debate being interrupted by a fire alarm right in the middle of their big primetime debate in the Peach State, Abrams and Kemp. And I think I saw where the latest projections have Kemp with a two-point margin of victory, but still within the margin of, of losing. And so it's going to get very close here in the closing days. In fact, some heavy hitters have gone to the state of Georgia to help out Abrams in her battle. I think Joe Biden's been there, and I believe Hillary Clinton also has gone to Georgia or is going to Georgia to stump out and get votes for Abrams. Now, Abrams is in the news because of something she did way back in 1992 as when she was a student at Spelman College in Atlanta, she was photographed when they were having a flag-burning protest of the Georgia flag of 1992. That was the flag that flew in Georgia from the 50s all the way up till 2001, and a large portion of it was the Confederate battle flag and she burned or helped burn this flag, and she was photographed doing it, and now this photo has surfaced as she's been called a radical, but she says that she was involved in a permitted peaceful protest against the emblem back at Spelman College in Atlanta in 1992, and so no matter how you see the debate here, whether you should burn a state flag like Georgia's or or, or you should be against burning any flag, you're going to be galvanized by the fact that she was photographed 26 years ago doing something like this. And she's also called for the removal of the Confederate generals and Jefferson Davis atop Stone Mountain. She wants that blasted away. And that came out after the August 2017 rallies in Charlottesville, Virginia, that killed one person. And she's not commented on the recent news of her photo from 26 years ago. This Gulfport, Mississippi native, the Democratic nominee for the governor in the state of Georgia. Now, on the Confederate type thing, this is a story that came out this week. A senior official at the Department of Veterans Affairs in the Washington, D.C. area has removed a portrait of Nathan Bedford Forrest that he had hanging in his office. Now, I'm going to weigh in here with not only my opinion, but this is absolute fact. The headline here says, I thought it was very nice. VA official showcase portrait of KKK's first Grand Wizard. Well, let me tell you, I produced the only documentary, yours truly, John Rawl, produced the only documentary on, on, on Nathan Bedford Forrest. It's called Rebel Forest. It debuted in the Knoxville Film Festival around 2003. It was in the Memphis, Tennessee Film Festival. It was in the Oxford, Mississippi Film Festival. I interviewed Shelby Foote. I interviewed people for and against Nathan Bedford Forrest. But it was a, a heck of a documentary. It's still out there. I still sell it. 
reach me here on the y'all show and i'll sell you a copy y'all show at y'all.com fantastic video very journalistic deal i did it while i was wrapping up my master's degree in journalism and went all over the southeast uh, really did a fantastic job but in my uh, roughly year and a half of research and working on this documentary called rebel forest a one-hour video on nathan bedford forest i wanted to answer the question about his kkk involvement because it's generally accepted that nathan bedford forest was the kkk's first grand wizard and the truth of the matter is he was not now could he have been yeah it's possible but is there a smoking gun absolutely not in fact shelby foot who i went to his home twice and he's featured in my documentary and I got him just before he passed away. The great Shelby Foote who appeared in the Ken Burns Civil War series. He told me, quote, you'll never get any evidence that Nathan Bedford Forrest was in the Klan. But he, you, you, can't, you can't prove somebody was or not if you don't have any evidence. And so if he doesn't have the proof that he was in it, then I say it's not fair to just automatically assume that he was. One thing I can absolutely tell you for a fact, there's no way that he could have been the founder of the Klan because the Klan was founded in Pulaski, Tennessee, and Forrest was not in Pulaski after the war. The only time he was in Pulaski was when, as a soldier in the Army of Tennessee's movements throughout Middle Tennessee and North Alabama, he would have gone through that area in 1864, and that battles that came were Battle of Franklin and also Battle of Nashville. But it's just not fair to throw him under the bus for that. Now, if you want to throw... Forrest under the bus for other activities, including fighting for the Confederacy, which myself believes that he, you know, if you're from the South, you would have fought for the Confederacy. That was what you were drafted to do. That's what you did. And 95% of soldiers in the South did not own slaves. Okay? But the thing that really he can't run away from, and this is a, a terrible thing, but it really isn't the thing people come after him for. He was a slave trader prior to the war. He became rich selling slaves in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, that's not mentioned much. Now, that is a true, horrible thing. But that's not why most people come after Forrest. It's because of the KKK connection, of which I tell you, there is no proof. In fact, he was brought to Washington, D.C. after the Civil War to try to be caught being a Klan member. And the congressional inquiry could not find any proof to get him on that, nor on what happened at Fort Pillow in West Tennessee, where he was accused of a massacre. And that also went up in smoke. So I'm not saying he was a perfect man. He wasn't. But some of the stuff that's thrown his way is not fair. Nathan Bedford Forrest. Of course, you're, if you're not familiar with Civil War history, that name lived on in the 1990s when the movie Forrest Gump came out. Forrest Gump named after Nathan Bedford Forrest, Confederate general and a man who was a giant and you'll have to watch my documentary. And again, I have people criticizing General Forrest in the documentary. I try to do a, a very good, balanced, fair and balanced approach. Hopefully you'll check it out. It's called Rebel Forrest. Be happy to sell you a copy sometime. So that's what's going on. This official there, the VA, taking it down now. And I don't think he should do that. It's a nice portrait. By the way, Nathan Bedford Forrest is the number two personality in the Civil War in terms of money in terms of artwork sold and books sold. Only Robert E. Lee has more stuff sold. Forrest has a lot of books about him. He's got a lot of artwork and other novelties. And so he outsells people like Ulysses S. Grant. And even Abraham Lincoln, I think, he outsells him. So 
there you have it. Somebody's artwork being taken down at the VA because somebody complained. In Baltimore, a rising rapper there who advocated for nonviolence and whose lyrics often reflected the city's trauma has now been shot and killed. The local newspaper in Baltimore says that 24-year-old Dominic Gant, who was known professionally as Nick Breed, was found dead Sunday night, and the paper called him a street rapper with a calm delivery and melodic side, and he had been trying to help bring attention to the, the violence in Baltimore, and here you go, 24-year-old rapper being shot down in the streets of Baltimore. Makes absolutely no sense. An Alabama woman appears to be the new hire of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle as she's going to be their new nanny. It's going to be Mobile, Alabama native Nanny Connie, whose real name is Connie Simpson. And she's been doing a nanny work for a number of years. And so what a, what a great thing for this Alabama native to go be the nanny for the, the prince and... I guess he's a prince. Yeah, Prince Harry. Uh, not going to be a king unless something happens with the brother and whatever. You know, that's happened before in history where they've abdicated the throne. But yeah, going to be a nanny as the prince and his wife are expecting a child. Kim Davis. Does that, that name sound familiar? Well, it ought to if you happen to tune in on the television back in the summer of 2015. Remember, she was the clerk in Rowan County, Kentucky who refused to sign her name to gay marriage licenses there in Kentucky, and she was jailed for that. Well, she's now in an election, and she says she's going to treat everybody equally because that's what the law says that she must do now. And she ended up being usurped in this battle. The Kentucky legislature actually removed county clerks' names from marriage licenses, but this woman took a stand, and now she's facing voters for re-election there in Kentucky, and she's trying to, to kind of keep her job there in Rowan County, Kentucky. But man, I remember that was such a huge story in 2015, right in the height of all the gay marriage stuff that was the really the thing that Obama's legacy will be about. I'm sorry. He could have done so much more for all types of people, but it seems to me the only thing he really wanted to push was gay marriage and gay rights. And boy, he did a good job on that. But everything else he could have done, nothing else. And if you don't believe me, just look what he did to the White House today. The Supreme Court voted for gay marriage. That was an abomination of what they did, turning the White House into a rainbow. What an absolute embarrassment for our country when that happened. All right, some good news coming from the state of Florida. A police detective there and a firefighter are keeping their wedding date despite Hurricane Michael getting in the way. Panama City Police Detective Corey Clark and Mexico Beach firefighter Byron Hughes got married on Sunday. That was the date they had set aside to get married. And despite all the destruction, the two first responders have a big reason to smile now as they are united in marriage. And a beautiful scene there as he had on his firefighter gear and she had on a nice wedding dress and folks were there in attendance at the wedding. So, yes, even though you had all the mayhem of this storm and the damage and the deaths and so much more going on, what a great story that these two are married and life goes on. You know, we feel for those who've been killed and, and those who've been injured and all the property lost, but you have to turn the page and these two first responders 
going out, getting, starting a new life together post-Hurricane Michael. Now, I never thought I'd be talking about robots on the Y'all Show, but Harris County in Texas, the commissioners there, voted unanimously last night to ban robot brothels from opening within the county's boundaries. Now, the city of Houston had already voted for this, and it changed regulations to essentially stop a so-called robot brothel from opening, as the move comes three weeks after the Houston City Council revised its ordinance on sexually oriented businesses to block such establishments. A company from Canada had said it wanted to open a, quote, love dolls brothel in Houston in which people would be able to use its human-like dolls on the premises. No company had expressed interest in opening such a business in Harris County, but commissioners said they wanted to avert such a possibility The county attorney there, Vince Wright, says the revised regulations follow the same lines as the Houston ordinance. So robots out of a job in Texas, both in Houston and in Harris County. As if we don't have enough problems in the world, now robots are entering the brothel business. Oh, goodness. All right, here's a story that makes you feel good for the legacy of these two, both of which were in the public eye for a long time. And that would be Marianne Mobley Collins, Marianne Mobley when she won Miss America back in the 1950s, and her late husband, Gary Collins. Mobley died back in 2014, and her late husband died two years before that, Gary Collins, of course. Both ended up being in movies and all over television and such. Now, the daughter of Collins and Mobley, she's going to give more than a million dollars, it's $1.6 million of her parents' money to Marianne Mobley Collins' alma mater, the University of Mississippi, where she won the Miss America title while a student at Ole Miss. And they're going to rename the university a 130-seat theater as the Marianne Mobley Collins and Gary E. Collins Studio Theater. And it will also go to help fund as many as 10 scholarships in the school's first-ever designated for theater and film students offering. And she graduated from the university in 1958, the same year she won the Miss America crown. And then she became an actress. And it was on the film Three on a Couch with Jerry Lewis that she met her future husband, actor Gary Collins. And Gary Collins, who used to be on TV all the time in commercials and such, he actually moved to Mississippi. And the two of them lived in Mississippi for a number of years. But again, Gary Collins died back in 2012. And Mobley died in 2014. And their daughter, now gifting $1.6 million to the University of Mississippi to keep her parents' memory alive and to influence students there at Oxford to help out in their quest to be in theater and in acting and such. And At at that time, actually, Ole Miss had a nickname. It was We Redshirt Miss Americas because they actually had two back-to-back Miss Americas that were both students at Ole Miss. And there's a guy, a very famous guy in Oxford, a guy who ended up being the chancellor of the university, who at one time, when he was a student there, dated both of those Miss Americas as a student. Not bad. Not bad. Well, that is what's going on in the South here on this Wednesday. When we come back, we're going to talk ACC with Jonathan Leifite of CBS Sports Digital and 24-7 Sports. As we broadcast from Nashville, Davidson County, Tennessee, And remember, in hour two, Precious Harris is coming by. We're going to have some great music coming from Dustin Collins. That's all ahead on the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl.
We see it every day. They cut you off, and they tick you off. It's called road rage. But they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to Carfax.com. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you have 14 login passwords, and you can't remember any of them. Doug 1, Doug 2, Doug is awesome. Doug is awesome, 1, 2, 3. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. Doug is super cool, ampersand, underscore, exclamation point, exclamation point, 1985. Knew it. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. We are back on the Y'all Show in our ACC Spotlight with your host, John Rawl, and hope you all are enjoying this Wednesday edition as we broadcast from Nashville Music City, USA. we got Precious Harris joining us in just a few minutes, and also a very special, talented musician will sit in and, and play a couple of songs, and we'll tell you who that is in just a few minutes here on the Y'all Show. But right now, no introduction needed. He doesn't even have to have a warm-up act. Jonathan Leifite of 24-7 Sports, CBS Sports Digital. Hello, sir. How are you with the old music? I am uh, doing pretty good. Always warmed up, always ready to go. Okay, well, go ahead. The, the stage is yours. Go ahead and sing. <laughs> you don't want me to sing, trust me. Oh, come on. I know you I know you probably turned down multiple record offers at, uh, at one time in your life. But we're glad that you, we got you now. We're putting you on the record to talk ACC football and Jonathan, rewinding to last week, I just thought that NC State, I, I called it here on the show, I just thought NC State would go into Death Valley and at least make a game of it, perhaps even get the big upset, but Clemson routed the pack 41-7. to Yeah, you know, and I actually kind of felt the opposite. I just felt like the buildup was, uh, you know, pretty strong for them. And uh, Clemson, you know, you get a team like Clemson that's as talented as they are, and somebody starts building up, you know, 
giving them a, a reason to get motivated. You know, at number three, all they need is a reason to get motivated, and they're probably going to play pretty well. And uh, they did exactly that, you know, with the pack coming in. And they just, I mean, just walloped them pretty good. Uh, you know, 41 to 7, and it probably could have been worse. Uh, you know, Clemson, I think, I can't remember what exactly what it was at halftime, but I thought it might be like uh, 24 or 31 to 7 at the half, or actually 31 nothing at that one point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they they really just uh, just hammered uh, NC State. Lawrence, the freshman with 308 yards passing. You had uh, Gillespie with 59 yards rushing, and a good day for Clemson there. Now, after the game, it was a big weekend in Clemson, South Carolina, and I don't know if you saw the news where there was a fraternity party in the wee hours going into Sunday morning, and a floor collapsed, and like 30 people got hurt, and supposedly some football players were in attendance at that frat party do you know anything about that no actually i did not know anything about that was not aware of that one uh, unfortunately been traveling and uh, dealing with a little bit of a cold if you can hear it in my head right ah. now so so i i have not been keeping up as well as i need to well uh, it week. was not evidently the biggest uh life-threatening thing there people did go to the hospital and it's certainly never good when you have a floor collapse from you as people were dancing and having a good time at this it was essentially, you're an engineer, it was essentially a kind of a apartment complex's little place that they can rent out. and they, Oh, like a clubhouse. Yeah, clubhouse. And they, they packed it in there more than they should have, and they turned the music up. They were in a happy mood, and you would be happy if you won 41-7 to over NC State, winning the textile bowl at, at that, too. And uh, un, and all this is on video, and it's just a terrible scene. But luckily, as as I said, nobody was seriously hurt that I'm aware of. And as far as athletes who supposedly were there, I'm not aware of any that were hurt. So it could have been much, much worse there in Clemson. But yep. Clemson, uh, on the field and off the field, emerges from the weekend. Now, yeah, now so- one, one side note I will note on this is, is that a couple of funny things that did happen that I did uh, read about and hear about is, uh, you know, uh, last year, uh, Dave Doran kind of accused Clemson of having some uh, some unauthorized equipment on the sideline, yeah. something to do with a laptop and whatnot. Well, you know, Clemson uses uh, those uses pictures and signs to kind of relay in uh, plays on a weekly basis. And during the fourth quarter, uh, their picture, one of their pictures featured a laptop. Uh, <laughs> and they were very clearly using that to troll NC State. So, uh, you know, game was well in hand at that point. They decided they were going to, uh, you know, get a little sneaky and a little funny with uh, with NC State. So a little funny side note there. Well, Coach Doran's done a good job in Raleigh of, of making this program somewhat relevant. But it, when are they going to step up and really give a challenge to a team like Clemson? When are they going to challenge for the Atlantic Division? You know, NC State hasn't played in an ACC championship, a championship game at least, since the championship's been created. Am I right on that? Yeah, you're correct. Um, and from the Atlantic side, only Clemson and Florida State have played in it. So, oh, okay. You know, it's not been anybody else. Oh, I take that back. Wake Forest did play it one year. And won. So, and won. So, oh, but over I think a team from Atlanta, right? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that game. <laughs> well, they cheated. They they played that in Jacksonville, wasn't that where that game was? Yeah, it was. It was a miserable, miserable game in terms of the weather. It was a rainy and cold. And then it was a very boring game, nine to six final. Yeah. So during the once in every 120 years that Wake Forest is a powerhouse, who would have thought Wake Forest would win the ACC title in football? Well, they sure yeah, did. That, Kudos that's to them for sure. Yep. 
All right, speaking of Wake, they traveled to Florida State last week, and they fell 38-17 in a game that I thought they could probably maybe come out of Tallahassee with a win, but no, that wasn't the case. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I feel like Wake Forest is a, you know, I thought they were they, they were actually one of the teams I was high on kind of coming into the year. I felt like uh, Dave Clausen had done a good job of getting them kind of uh, going, and, and I thought they had a chance to make a little noise. And then with Florida State's struggles this year, they've, you know, barely won against some teams that uh, probably should have blown out. And then, of course, you know, getting their rear end handed to them uh, on a few occasions. So very surprising to me to see Florida State kind of hand it to Wake Forest the way they did and probably more of an indicator of Wake Forest fading than Florida State's strength at this point. Yeah. Again, a lot of teams last weekend were off, so you only had four conference games going on, and that featured eight teams in four games. And, Jonathan, I know your heart just pours out with emotion for the North Carolina Tar Heels because for the second consecutive week, they lose in heartbreaking form. They lost the week before to Virginia Tech at home and a comeback win for the Hokies as the buzzer was about to sound. And now last week up at the Carrier Dome, the Syracuse Orange prevail in trip, uh, rather double overtime, 40-37. to 37. Yeah, that was a – I actually watched that game pretty exciting. Um, uh, they had a – uh, Syracuse actually made a late substitution in the game for their uh, quarterback Eric Dungey with a with a freshman and whose name is escaping me right now. But uh, uh, he came in there, freshman out of New Jersey, and absolutely uh, just uh, really sparked the orange. And they were able to come back. Um, they had two opportunities going down the down the, the stretch to tie the game. Missed it on the first one, but uh, but uh, uh, North Carolina couldn't do anything with it, and then they gave it back to them, got them an opportunity to tie the game, and they did just that, and then took it to overtime and and uh, and were able to win in the second overtime. Yep, so North Carolina loses again. And then the other game, Jonathan, from last week worth mentioning is the battle in the Coastal Division between Duke and Virginia, and the Cavaliers go to Durham and come out 28-14 victors, and they are right there atop the Coastal Division when it comes to the standings. Yeah, I, I think probably of all the results this past weekend, this one was the most surprising. Uh, I really have not been very high on Virginia at all. and felt like Duke was looking better and better. Uh, and then to see Virginia go in there and just, just handle Duke uh, without too much trouble, it was a pretty shocking uh, pretty shocking uh, outcome, in, in my opinion. So, But uh, they, really, uh, they, they really are doing well. They're 3-1 and one in the conference right now. Um, they're only a half a game behind the Hokies are sitting at three and zero. Uh, so from that perspective, they really do have their own destiny still within their hands. They've got the tiebreaker um, over Miami. They got the tiebreaker over Duke. So, you know, at this point you're looking at a, a team that's got, you know, got, like I said, got their own destiny in their own hands and uh, looking better and better as the season goes along. Are you surprised what Bronco Mendenhall's done in his second year? Or did you think this would be a little bit longer rebuild? I actually thought it would probably be a little longer rebuild. Now, now, granted, you know the season's not over, and they have collapsed. I think last year they were at a comparable record, uh, and then collapsed down the stretch to go like six and seven. They ended up six and seven on the year, but uh, right now they look pretty good. You know, we'll just have to see. They're you know kind of midway through their season, so. All right. So you have lots of good ACC action coming up this weekend. On the other side of our break, we're going to tell you about the big matchups in the Atlantic Coast Conference this weekend. Plus, WWE superstar 
Roman Reigns announces he's stepping away from the rink because he is in an 11-year fight with leukemia and he has a connection to the ACC. We'll get Jonathan's take on this WWE. How often do you talk about the WWE, Jonathan? Uh, a lot more race recently. Yeah. So we'll talk about that when we return to the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com this here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college. Pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football, gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Y'all 
the show all about the South. And we are broadcasting from Music City, USA, as we will have Precious Harris joining us in just a few minutes here on the program. And she'll share her Nashville music line where we'll get a full dosage of information on what's going on in country music. Also, we're going to be joined by a rising country music singer, Dustin Collins. DustinCollinsMusic.com is his website, but he's already had some mild success out on the charts. And we think you should pay close attention to this Kentuckian. And he'll be on to play a couple of songs, and we'll learn a lot more about this talented singer-songwriter, Dustin Collins, in hour two of the Y'all Show. But we've got the talented Jonathan Lifei here with us right now as we talk ACC football. And, Jonathan, we move over now to week nine in college football. And for the ACC, I know you love this. The week gets off on a quick start Thursday with a team you're kind of familiar with. That I am. The Yellow Jackets travel up to Virginia Tech. Uh, play them on a Thursday night game. It seems like this game is almost always on a Thursday night game. And I realize that's not the, not always true, but it just feels like it is uh, more often than not. Uh, I'm just glad it's a Thursday night in Blacksburg as opposed to Atlanta. Um, so I'm feeling a lot better about that. But another Thursday night tilt between the, the, the Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. And I believe if you go back and look at uh, um, the third, I think there's been about 13 seasons uh where uh where uh we've had the, the division play and i believe out of that case i think it's eight or nine out of those 13 the winner of this game has gone on to win the division so um always a, a key division right now georgia tech's not looking like they're going to be in contention for it but they can certainly play a uh, spoiler for uh for the Hokies uh and getting their season kind of uh, uh, a little off track all right and then last time i think it was a Harrison Butker kick at the end to give the Jackets a win in Blacksburg? Does that sound right? Uh, let's see. The 2016 note, actually, in 2016, last time in Blacksburg, um, we had a backup quarterback um, that uh, came in and actually ran uh, for a couple of touchdowns. Uh, Georgia Tech actually prevailed over them pretty handily. I believe the final was about 30 to 16. You're believe I believe you're referring to the 2014 game. Uh, where uh, the Jackets uh, won uh, uh, 27-24 on a Harrison Butker uh, field goal. You're making me feel old, Jonathan. You're, you're alleging that I'm getting forgetful. Is that what you're trying to say? You're trying to embarrass me? Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying you're mistaken. Okay, well, Harrison Butker did kick a game-winning field goal in Blacksburg for Georgia Tech fans to cherish forever because wins in Blacksburg don't happen that often for Georgia Tech. Well, we're uh, – Two and zero in the last two two uh, meetings up there. Yeah, but prior to that, it had been a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably two thousand and six would have been the last okay. one. All right, so case made. All right, Jonathan, if the fans don't ha- have enough of the fun on Thursday, well, they don't have to wait long because there's an ACC matchup Friday night lights. Yeah, my favorite time to play college football Friday night. Well, maybe not, uh, but if it's going to be done. Uh, I'm just glad it's, uh, again, not in Atlanta. And in this case, we'll be in uh, Boston Col- Boston at uh, Boston College uh, where the Hurricanes are traveling up there to take on the uh, the Eagles. All right. So that should be a game to tune in. You know, I guess the World Series will be gone from Boston by the time that game gets played. So maybe. Yeah, I'm not even sure. I haven't even paid attention to the World Series. Well, so. there's a team called the Boston Red Sox playing the Los yep. Angeles Dodgers. You might should pay a little bit of attention to baseball every now and then. Why should I? 
Okay, good point. All right, so the Canes and the Eagles Friday night. Now we move to Saturday. And Jonathan at Doak Campbell Stadium in Tallahassee. The Clemson Tigers ranked number two in the country right now. They moved up. By the way, I haven't had a chance to share this with you. Um, forgive me as I burst out in laughter here. <laughs> you know why I'm laughing? Yeah, because uh, LSU beat Georgia. No, well, that, that could be the case. But that would have been the week before. I'm laughing because Ohio State lost to a team called Purdue. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that was quite uh, fun to watch, actually. I, I did manage to watch that game. Um, uh, you know, uh, Purdue looked really good in that, and really, I think, exposed some weaknesses on that Ohio State team. And when they went a couple of weeks ago, they went to Chestnut Hill and beat BC, and I had no idea that they could even have a competitive game against the Eagles because at that point, Purdue was really struggling. So that win against the Boston College Eagles was maybe a little bit of a harbinger of what was to come. Yeah, they had lost, uh, I believe, one of their first games to Eastern Michigan of all teams. Mm-hmm and Northwestern, and Missouri, and then they won that. And, of course, now they beat Ohio State, big win there in the Big Ten. But this is ACC we're talking here. But I just had to throw in a jab at Ohio State. Sorry. Also in the ACC – huh? Go ahead. I'm good with that. As far as I'm concerned, you can jab them all you want. All right. Louisville hosts the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. This is an early game on the ACC network. And can Louisville get another win? Yeah, I think if they're going to get one, this will probably be for uh, uh, the loser of this, in my opinion, is the worst team in the ACC. Worse than North Carolina? Um, yeah, actually, I think uh, I actually think both of them are worse than North Carolina. Okay. Jonathan, please don't hold back, okay? All right, I won't. All right, North Carolina, speaking of the UNC Tar Heels, they're playing a rivalry game. They'll be at Scott Stadium in Charlottesville taking on that up-and-coming Virginia Cavaliers team. Any thoughts on this kick? Yeah, it'll probably be interesting to see how uh, North Carolina can find new and interesting ways to lose at the end of a game. Okay. Well, it seems to be a trend there in Chapel Hill. Duke, they try to rebound. They are on the road in Hines Field taking on the Pitt Panthers. Can Cutcliffe right the ship? Yeah, and this is a game that has, uh, as I like to call it, coastal chaos written all over it. Um, you know, just not really sure who could possibly win this game. Both teams have, uh, actually Duke's two and two. And I think Pittsburgh, we talked about contenders for the coastal. I really don't put them in that category, but yet they only have one loss right now. So, um, they are still, you know, in the running for, uh, for winning the coastal. And this will be go a long way towards, uh, towards them, uh, getting, uh, getting themselves in the, into that race. Final ACC game Saturday is Syracuse hosting the number 22-ranked NC State Wolfpack. The Pack come in licking their chops after a chance to defeat Clemson goes down the tubes, and now they're hoping to pull an upset in upstate New York. And Syracuse seems to be a force when they play in the hot Carrier Dome. Yeah, that they do. It'll be interesting. Does NC State come in feeling sorry for themselves, or do they come in there kind of uh, uh, a little upset and angry? And uh, I guess we'll just kind of see. You did miss one other game. That's Clemson at Florida State. Oh, I it's sure also... did. I'm sorry. I was building that. You're right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yep. So uh, that one at Florida State, um, this has all the makings of a trap game for Clemson, in my opinion. Uh, Florida State has the talent. They've played very, very far below expectations. Noon game on the road for Clemson following a kind of a big victory last the, the previous week over a ranked team. Um, to me, uh, I 
I see trap game written all over this one. You know, Jonathan, when I get in the bright lights in the big city of a place like Nashville, I kind of kind of lose track of things. I'm just starstruck here in Music City. Well, I, I understand that, but, you know, we have a task at hand, so <laughs> we have to focus. All right, Jonathan, I know this is something that you'll enjoy talking about because this guy played for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets some years ago. Roman Reigns, the WWE star, announced in the rink this week that he's in an 11-year battle with leukemia. He's giving up his belt in WWE world and stepping away to try to get healed. And this guy played football for Georgia Tech, but he didn't do it under the name Roman Reigns. No, he was a defensive lineman with the name of Joe Anawaii. Um, and that's easy for me to say. Uh, he actually is, uh, um, I believe, uh, his his family has a history of, of being in the wrestling ring. I think he has an uncle and his father. Both were involved in uh, in professional wrestling previously, um, and uh, their family kind of hails down from the Panhandle of Florida. Um, and Joe came up to Georgia Tech as kind of a, a lightly uh, recruited player, but uh, really grew into into his uh, into his uh, his position. Um, ended up being quite the force uh, for the Jackets. Uh, I believe he was an All ACC player, and then uh, I think he got a, a few drinks of coffee in the NFL, but ultimately decided to to move on to wrestling, which is, uh, as I mentioned, uh, runs in the family. Yeah. Uh, re- real sorry to hear, uh, him having to step back out. I knew that he had, uh, previously undergone some treatments and whatnot. And it looks like the things have kicked back up and he's having to, to step away and just a terrific person and a terrific guy. And I, I really, uh, really breaks my heart to hear this news. Now he was at Georgia tech during the Chan Gailey era back in the 2005 time period. Is that, yeah, he was uh, mid-2000s. I can't remember if uh, – I believe he was – I think his last year was 2006. Okay. And it might have been 2007, but I think it was 2006. I do recall for sure he was there in 2005. Uh, but I know he played kind of uh, probably in that 2003, 2004 to 2006, seven kind of era. All right. Well, we wish him the best in his fight against leukemia. And uh, good news that – I, I had no idea he had a connection to Georgia Tech until he was on college game day. Did you see that earlier this year? I did see him that me, and I was so happy to see him wear his uh, wear his uh, Georgia Tech gear. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, TCU. Awesome. What TCU played Ohio State at Jerry World, but they did game day from the TCU campus. And here's a guy doing the guest picking, and he's wearing a Georgia Tech shirt. Yeah, it was great to see it. I absolutely loved it. And he said, to hell with Ohio State, TCU, and Georgia. That's what he said. <laughs> yep. Uh, he didn't That's say him. That. He didn't say all that. But anyway, we, we wish him well. Jonathan, thank you for the ACC report. We'll catch up with you again next week. All right. Sounds good. Have a great week. All right. When we come back on the Y'all Show, Precious Harris is going to sit here, and we're going to welcome in Dustin Collins as we're broadcasting from Nashville, Music City, USA. This is the Y'all Show with your host, John Hall. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. 
<sighs> Moving expenses? <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. We see it every day. They cut you off, and they tick you off. It's called road rage. But they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to Carfax.com. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. I can't believe it. That we're playing 4-on-4 four four basketball with a barbershop quartet? Pass the ball, pass the rock. We're open, just pass the ball. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. And we are back for hour two of the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. And we are on Music Road, Nashville, Tennessee, with your host, John Rawl. Reach out to us anytime, 803-816-1170 on Twitter, at Y'all Show and Instagram, Y'all Show. We're the show that's all about the South. And we're being inundated this hour with some Kentucky talent. We've got Precious Harris back here, the Nashville Music Line Maven herself. Hello there. Hello. Thank you for letting us come back here to Music Row. You're always welcome. Well, we have a fellow Kentuckian of yours that we're having co-host this hour of the Y'all Show from here on Music Row, and that's Dustin Collins. What part of Kentucky are you from, Dustin? I'm from Bardstown, Kentucky, Central Kentucky. Are you actually from Bardstown? I'm not actually from Bardstown. Okay, that's what I'm I'm digging deep here on the show. (laughs) Tell me exactly. The town, the the hamlet that you're from. Hamlet. I don't know if we could call it a hamlet. Is it, is much it, a, it's a holler. That's what I was thinking. What, what's it called? <laughs> Collins Holler? It's called Caney Fork Road. Caney Fork Road. All right. That sounds good because you've told me before, Precious, where you're from. I'm like, I don't know if that's on a map. Uh, well, it, it is now. Okay. <laughs> but only because that there was a country named Sweden. Uh, and we have two E's, Sweden, Kentucky. Ah, okay. But the closest town where we have a courthouse is brownsville oh okay yeah 
All so. right. Well, we cover 16 states here on the, in, on the Y'all Show. So, Kentucky, you just made the cut. You're in it. I know. But we're going to have a good time this hour. We're going to hear some music from Dustin. He's a rising singer in country music. He's also had some success in country music. We'll talk about that here in this hour. And if you like guns, well, he's got a song that's right up your alley. I know a thing or two about guns. Do you really? Okay. Well, that's good because we like guns here on the show. So, uh, this is the Y'all Show. You got a gun, Precious? I did have. Okay. If she don't, she will by the end of the week. Did it get stolen or something? No, my husband made me get rid of oh, it. Oh, okay. He's British. Oh, uh, That okay. explains everything, doesn't it? That's but. right. They got those little billy clubs <laughs> yeah, over they, there. Yeah, they like those little bats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess it works over there. I don't know. But unfortunately, we don't have those bats all over this country. No. So <laughs> we, we've had a long history of guns. And I'm not a gun owner. I have no problem with people who are gun, gun owners. Let me just make that clear. We need guns. I just don't have one. And maybe I should, but I haven't really need one. Frankly, I've busted people doing crimes right here on Music Row, actually, one night. And I'm glad I didn't have a gun. I probably would have shot them. Yeah, well, I sort of threatened one night. They had a camper out in front of our uh, our building here on Music Row. I mean, it's an iconic building. And they wouldn't move, and the police kept telling them to move, and they said, you got to prove it. So I, every night morning, I went back and forth taking pictures of the trailer. You told me this story. Yes, and they wouldn't move. <laughs> and so one night, I come back with my, my young girls, and it was light, and I see them running around the bushes. So I just called up the police department. I said, excuse me? My name is Precious Harris, and I have an office here at so-and-so Music Row. And I just saw someone run behind the bushes back to the trailer that's living in front of our building. And I'm not going to ask. If they live there, I'm going to shoot to kill. So I strongly suggest you get someone out here. They were out here in 10 minutes. Hmm. And he said, you've got to prove it. So I picked up my phone. I said, look here. This is February. This is March. This is April. This is this past weekend. It's not moved from that exact spot. So I set a rock there on the road. Was it like a camper? It was a camper. Big wide old 1952 Airstreamer. With a old, right out in front of the building? Yes, for like months. And a hmm. pickup truck. It was down there by... Atkins publicity for a while, and he come out, and he looked at He said, I've got to make them go. So he knocked on the window, hmm. and he told him to move while I go home. And I look over, like a week later, I'm not paying any attention, cause, and there they are parked in the K, old Kmart parking lot by my exit. So I just called up Goodlettsville Police, and I said, hey, Commander, Ch and she goes, are you calling about the <laughs> you call about that trailer? Oh, I said, yep. She goes, you're the third person they're moving. Hmm. Well, well my, that's crazy they can park there because I tell you what, if I leave my stuff unattended out here, I'm going to get a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Well, I mean, my incident happened, oddly enough, because of radio. I used to have to come here at 4 o'clock in the morning on Music Road to McGavick Street, right, right. by the off-Broadway shoe warehouse, where Elvis recorded Hound Dog, I think, mm -hmm. RCA Studio A. That was my office. And one morning, two days after Christmas, my car was stocked full of Christmas gifts. And I had to come in at 4 o'clock that day and work. Someone broke into my car, and they were in my car when I walked out to go home at 4 in the morning. And they saw me and were stunned and then got up and ran up the street in their Chicago Bulls jacket. <laughs> I haven't liked the Bulls since I saw that jacket that day. But they only wanted change. And I've been broken into in my car since that time. And guess what? The only thing they took was change. So I've learned a valuable lesson. I used to always keep my change visible in my car, and don't do that. No. Keep, keep it in the They stole my grandmother's change purse, my great-grandmother's change purse. I had a, a, a great big, you know what a big concrete boulder is? It went through my windshield at, at over BLA Attractions. Really? And, yeah. And all he got was left a $50 thing, took my radar detector and my grandmother's change purse, left a $50 bill in the console and a silver necklace, but just took 
to change the person my radar detector. But left the cord. Must, have, right. been, must have been for tax purposes. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> we we are right. mixing in uh, guns and fun and country music, music. here on that's today's right. Y'all Show. We're going to pretty much dedicate this whole hour to country music, if that's all right. Precious, let's find out before we get over to Dustin. A fellow Kentuckian of used guys yeah. was in the news the last couple of days. Loretta Lynn, she got out of the hospital. Do you know anything about that? I do. Um, and I'll be, uh, uh, what I call, uh, she was admitted with um, very, very serious health. But she's much better now. And she's had serious problems a couple of times in the last year or so, right? Yeah. Um, she had a mini stroke and then she hurt her hip. Um, but I know that she's been in the studio recording. So I knew, you know, that she was going full gangbusters. I was really surprised to find out because I got a private text saying, you know, do you know that, you know, someone's, you know, Loretta, Miss Loretta's went to the hospital. And I said, no. I said, I think she's supposed to be out the artist. Women, you know, CMT honored Women of the Year, Artist right. of the Year with the women. And I said, no. But uh, I knew that night, though, they had to make the announcement because she was supposed to appear. She was going to be honored. Did she have the stomach flu or something like that? Um, I'm not for sure what it was. Um, I just know that she said, um, someone told me that they hadn't seen her that sick in a very long time. Okay. And she had some kind of. Other ailment last year, maybe a stroke or something like yeah, that? She had a mini stroke. Okay. So we certainly wish all the best from her, and and she's out of the hospital now and hopefully doing well. Loretta's roughly 85 years old. Yeah, my friend of mine thinks she's 87. Okay. I said roughly. So yeah. She's somewhere she still in, looks incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Six kids, and whoo, I want to look like that. Yeah. So we are glad the coal miner's daughter is back out of the hospital and hopefully doing well there. Any parties you've been to in the last couple of days? I did. Well, last week I went to Darius Rucker's number one party. Okay. For what song? You had to ask me. I can't remember. Last time <laughs> or something like that? Oh, my gosh. First verse of the last time. Uh, he wrote it with Scooter Caruso. See, I care about I know the titles, but I go there for the songwriters. Ah, uh, you're such a, a germ. I know. <laughs> and Derek and Scooter Caruso, uh, Derek, you knew Derek through Pearl River. He used to play with Pearl River. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, and uh, it was a great interview. Darius is actually helping for asking about Christmas, his Christmas, because it's all about, you know, helping people during this time of the year. And he's actually putting on together a celebrity golf tournament, big surprise, to help the Children's Hospital in your home state of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. They're... Um, where he's from, Lexington. Uh, they're actually building a new wing on, and they need some help funding uh, the wing, and he's going to be doing that for Christmas. And, of course, he always does, you know, the St. Jude stuff. And he said, I usually get a lot of things signed and autographed before he gets ready because he knows that they're going to be raising money for charities to help children, and he's super, super charity person. Yeah, very involved throughout country music, and, of course, back in Charleston, which is where he normally lives Darius Rucker, but good to see that he was back for, for this party and everybody celebrating a good time. It was wonderful. Now, there was some other party here recently you wanted me to come to, and I wasn't able to make oh, it. Oh, Brent Young for Mercy. Oh, Mercy, okay. Yeah, and it was uh, it was wonderful to see Brent. Of course, uh, he uh, he's getting married. So uh, I saw him after the interview. I didn't get to ask any questions because I was uh, – they had the street block for a crane moving across the street. So I was like five minutes late for the round table. So mm -hmm. I said, you know, but afterwards, because his roommate, you know, writes in our office. And I told him, I said, I think we need to make you a special capo from Kaiser Capos. That's got you and Taylor's name, his girlfriend. And he goes, you know what? That would be really great. What color? 
He said, what do you think? I said, I think white sparkly would be great with your name. He said, that's a great idea. Yeah. So I actually got a custom capo for Kaiser being made for him and his wife. To well, be. good for you. Former Ole Miss baseball player. Mm-hmm. How about that? And he, of course, uh, off on a good, since the World Series is going on right now, he's had a couple of home runs in country music. He's in the had last. four number ones. Yeah. All of his singles have hit number one. Golly, what a, what a great start. And we've got Dustin Collins with us here today. And Dustin, like Brett Young, you know, he's had songs and just like the normal routine, you, oftentimes when you're a singer, your songs don't go instantly to number one and you become instantly rich and famous. It usually takes a little bit of elbow grease. Well, when I interviewed Brett last year for his second number one, uh, he he told me that he had played gigs for 14 years in California before he ever moved to Nashville. Yeah. So that tells you that he had his skills honed uh, no, not only playing, you know, every weekend when he wasn't doing baseball. Yeah. So when he came to Nashville, he was ready to start the process. But he came here as a little bitty fish in a big pond. But out in California, he was a big fish in a little pond. But he said, just, he said, just the first thing I did is dive into songwriting and just playing, you know, and meeting people. And that's what you do. Well, we're glad to meet Dustin Collins here on today's show. Now, Dustin, as I said, you... This isn't something brand new. You've been playing music a long time, and some people may be familiar with you if they're out on the World Wide Web. Tell us a little bit about your success thus far. Oh, uh, man, uh, I started off playing. Uh, uh, actually, first first gig I ever played uh, well, and, and actually got paid for it was a <laughs> place called Rubby's on uh, Southside Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, they let me play up there uh, every Thursday and Friday night for tips. And um, eventually, we got, you know, people would come in and, and got the buzz going out. This was before the internet was, you know, before everybody was doing the internet stuff. And, yeah, uh, back in the good old days. Back in the good old days when you had to call your buddies on the phone <laughs> and get them to come to your shows. You know, and so leave them uh, a voicemail, not on their cell phone, but like. Well, the, you could send them a text. We, we still, well, I we, go back to days pre-text. We still had flip phones. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it was a pretty smartphone days, though. Um well, I mean, we just basically just kind of played cover shows and, and, and did the cover band thing for a long, long time. And I had started writing some songs and really wasn't happy. You know, we were doing well as a as a cover band. We were going around uh, all over the United States and playing. And, yeah. and I, I was just not happy doing it anymore. And I had all these songs that I'd wrote and... Um, um, basically just said you know i'm not gonna do this anymore i'm gonna play my songs so i started over <laughs> yeah. so because when you start playing your songs nobody wants to listen to that crap yeah and they're just like uh yeah we're not gonna pay you to sing your songs so i basically had to hit these college markets and stuff like that where you can get on 45 minute slots here and there's six bands on a bill <laughs> and uh you know we're all taking our percentage of 230 dollars and Selling, <laughs> selling, basically plain white T-shirts with a band name scribbled on there. Yeah, basically marker, you know, and 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 played a lot of good venues, a lot of good times in those days. Uh, uh, places like Tidballs and um, I love Tidballs. I got a kid playing there in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that. Is still my favorite dive bar. Is that in Louisville? No, that's in Bowling Green. She uh-huh. made three hundred dollars. She it's, made two hundred gigs and three and a hundred and two hundred tips. Uh, it's the original music bar. You you, you go there to play. Cage the Elephant played Cage, there. Cage the Elephant started there uh, back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I remember listening to those guys before. Before their deal, that ain't no rest mm-hmm. for the wicked. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mona and and Blackstone Cherry, all, all, all a lot of great music coming out of Kentucky. And I just got some of these circles, got to start writing, and got better and better and better at it. And um, never really thought to come to Nashville, so I've always been a Kentucky-based artist and and wanted to keep it that way. And then uh, you know, Cold Dead Hands came along, and uh, that was a big hit for us. Uh, a breakout hit for us and the band. Well, let's hear a little bit of that and tell us the story behind that. Oh, uh, well, it's, it's it's pretty much self-explanatory. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if you like guns and if you like uh, the NRA and if you're a Trumpian, then you might like this song here. Dustin Collins, he's going to play a little portion of this for us now on the All Show. Cold Dead Hands. my closet made in 1893 carved on the barrel it says Winchester Company it's been passed generations I've been taught to use it well it's put food there on the table it ain't ever been for sale there's people on my TV telling me what's right from wrong not one day I'm gonna mind From my cold, dead hands It's about you and me, ain't no redneck thing Why don't you understand? You can bitch and moan all you want You get my gun from my cold, dead hands All right, Dustin Collins. That's about the gist of it. (laughs) I think we get the gist. That's a great way to make your presence be known in country music with a song like that. We're going to go to a break here on the Y'all Show. When we come back, we'll continue chatting with Dustin and Precious Harris as we're on Music Road, Nashville, Tennessee. This is the Y'all Show. We see it every day. They cut you off, and they tick you off. It's called road rage. But they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to Carfax.com. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. 
And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you have 14 login passwords, and you can't remember any of them. Doug 1, Doug 2, Doug is awesome. Doug is awesome, 1, 2, 3. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. Doug is super cool, ampersand, underscore, exclamation point, exclamation point, 1985. Knew it. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. That'll be me, you'll see what you That'll be me, you'll see for the last half of the day. That'll be me, you'll see for not very long. That'll be me, you'll see. That'll be gone. We are back talking about country music from Nashville Music City, USA. This is the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl and Precious Harris, the pride of Kentucky. And you've got competition here on today's show. We've got Dustin Collins joining us, and he's playing great country music from the Bluegrass State, which is actually a commonwealth. Yes, and it's so funny. When I went in for the interview and I found it, I, when I found him from Kentucky, I automatically try to help Kentucky artists, especially up-and-coming artists, because mm-hmm. I just love the newbies. And walked in, I said, this interview can go really good, or this interview can go really bad. Does your blood run blue, or does it run red? You know, like Louisville red? Mm-hmm. He goes blue, and I said, okay, great interview's going to happen. So, <laughs> we had a great time, and well, we became, actually, uh, I actually helped him in Germany and some other states, because he was just, and I'm not saying this because he's sitting in the room with me, but he is such a true blue kind of person, you know what I mean? He's just honest as the day is long. Mm-hmm. Um, he's served in the military, so he's already has that respect factor for the American flag and what we stand for in freedom. And he's just and he's talented, and he's a Kentucky boy, and his blood runs blue. So how can you not like him? Well, let me ask you two Kentuckians this. As a guy who loves country music, I have an appreciation for what bluegrass music is. But do you have to be a big bluegrass person if you're from Kentucky? Um, not really. What do you think? I mean, you don't have to. I mean, it's highly suggested. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I recommend it. I, I mean, you got guys like Tyler Childers out there just, I mean. You, and Jimmy he, Mattingly playing the fiddle championship for Litchfield and I mean, for Garth. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Mattingly like fiddle for Garth Brooks. I mean, that's, that's, uh, okay. country music and bluegrass, man, we're, we're bridging the gap every day. I just always thought the guys that were from Kentucky that were playing the country music, the Keith Whitley's of the world, they just didn't want to have to wear suits all the time. No, our mo- fingers just don't move that fast. Okay, because <laughs> most of your bluegrass, the old bluegrass bands all look really nice. They were very nicely dressed acts. Hey, I'd love to have one of them suits. <laughs> yeah. I play country music, though, so I can't afford one. I understand. <laughs> now, any of those folks I just referenced, Skaggs, Keith Whitley, Dwight Yoakam, any of the other great Kentucky talent, how do they stack up for influences for you? Uh, Dwight. All day, every yeah, day. Love uh, Dwight. Top ten in my playlist on a daily. Keith yeah. Whitley is my favorite of all time. Can you play a little Keith Whitley song? Oh. Maybe something a little bit different that people might not recognize. I mean, it could have been one of his singles, but not just the go-to. Let's see. Brother Jukebox, 
sister and wife, mother freedom, and father time. Since you left me by myself, you're the only family I got left. Of course, that came out on the album just after his passing. And then Mark Chestnut took that song and made it a big song, single in country music. Yeah, I have to have a story about that. I I, I'm sure you do. Well, I actually interviewed Mark, and it was so funny. I said, is this the Mark Chestnut interview, or is this a George Jones interview? Because, you know, he loves George Jones. That's the reason why he's even in country music. But I was asking him about, he said he heard Brother Jukebox bef- when Keith was had it on hold to cut it. Mm-hmm. And he wanted it because they were cutting at the same time. And he said, but because I love Keith's music so much, because you were just a pure traditionalist, that I thought, you know what, I can't wait for it to come out on the record. And, you know, he said, I'll buy it. So what had happened is, because that the situation with Keith and his death, he actually went to the songwriters and asked, said, hey, would you mind if I cut it? said, I know Keith did a wonderful job. and said, I love that song as much as Keith did. And so they ended up letting him cut it and became a single and actually helped him pivot his career for success for where he is now. Uh, I, I just wondered... I wonder this all the time. I thought you were going to say, I just wondered, do you think of me? (laughs) (laughs) From that same album. (laughs) Tell Lori I love her. Oh, that's a good song. Um, But where would country music be today if Keith Whitley was still with us? Oh, amazing. I I, I listen, like I'll be listening, because I'm still a record listener too. I'm a vinyl head. They're on their playlist. Or yeah. whatever. If I go on Spotify or Pandora, or Apple Music, I'll be. I'll listen to the whole record. I just Google the artist, hit a record, and I play it. Because I, I think back then, especially those older records, they designed them to be listened to that way. And and you get more out of the record when you listen to it. You know, you don't just pick and choose a single here and there. You, you got to get a like the whole No Fences album. Mm-hmm. You listen to that whole sucker. That's an emotional roller coaster all the way through. <laughs> it is. So I mean, and. Just music's supposed to be listened to a different way sometimes, and and Keith Whitley is one of those guys. And I just think, how different would it be today had he uh, not passed and and got to sing, you know, twenty more years of song for everybody? I know where I was on that day in nineteen eighty nine. Do you remember where you were as a youngster? I assume I, I was like two. Okay, all right. I guess so you don't. I, I, don't I remember. Know. I thought you might have been a hey. little fellow that remembered uh, when, because honestly, Keith Whitley's passing still is the he's the only country music singer who was still putting out hit records at the time that's died in all these years going back to patsy klein maybe jim reeves his passing Hank. well i mean that's even before then but yeah we, we've seen in pop and rock so many drug overdoses and stuff not that that didn't happen with whitley i guess but people that i know were the Mindy McCready's of the world. You yeah. know, she she had a tragic ending, but she had already kind of faded from country music. Daryl Singletary, unfortunately, died in the last year, but his star had kind of had already set. But we hadn't had any people that were really making big songs die on us suddenly. And, and it's kind of amazing because that's pushing 30 years now since since yeah. that. Well, I uh, I had had the pleasure of interviewing Daryl about a couple of years ago and had his record out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew him. When I was an intern, I have a story. I walk into the Longhorn from a gold party from a guy named Doug Supernall. Okay, and Chestnut's in there, and Toby Keith had been to Doug Supernall's gold party. And I have a picture, actually, with me and Toby Keith and Linda and my girlfriend Linda and uh, James. And 
from that time period. And God, Toby looks so young. It's me and Toby and Doug Super and all Linda. And then we get to Longhorn, and Mark's there. He said, where y'all been? So we've been to Doug Super and all go party. He said, that old, and he blank, blank, fart, something like that, don't, don't deserve a go party, you know, messing with him, you know, and they're all coming in. Cause that's where the Longhorn was the place to be. Yeah, yeah. And so he said, I said, they said they're going up to see a guy named Daryl Singletary playing at the Broken Spoke on Trinity Lane, which is total hole in the wall. He said, oh, my God. He said, that's the best country singer in the world besides Keith Whitley. I go, yeah. what? Well, Randy Travis kind of steered his career yeah. at the time. And, and he was like, you've never heard? And I'm like, no. He said, no, Daryl Singletary is going to be a star, a superstar. Yeah. So I'll never forget. It was Lon Helton was up there. And it was Lon Helton, Mark Chestnut, Toby Keith. And Doug Supernall, we were all sitting there watching Daryl play, and they were putting five, ten dollar, twenty dollar bills in his tip jar. And I, when he opened up his mouth because he sang a George Jones song, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, "Breathe, precious, just breathe." <laughs> and I wasn't talking, so you know it had to be damn good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, "Oh my God, I'm his number one fan." Well, so I'm glad that you saw Daryl Singletary in that setting. My experience with him was right across the street from Barber's on Printer's Alley. In an establishment there, <laughs> and she's laughing because I don't want to explain what it was. But, yeah, he, he was trying to force me and a few people into this so-called, we'll put it in air quotes, establishment. Yes, Daryl Singler, Singletary losing him way too soon earlier this year. And it was just a natural death, right? Mm-hmm. They attributed something to his to the cardiac, something to do with the cardiac. Yeah, he just played that weekend in, in Louisiana and came back and died suddenly. But Dustin Collins, you're at the start of your career, thank goodness. And we're glad that you could join us here. Yeah, if, if it doesn't kill me. Well, it, <laughs> you know, you could pull a Hank Sr., and your death could actually help catapult your career. So Let's not do that. <laughs> well, I mean, well, let's just, just, yeah, you know, let's, let's not do that. You're absolutely right. Let's hear another song from you, Dustin. What's, what's, uh, what are we going to hear from now? All right. Uh, let's do uh, – um, this is a title track of my new record that's uh, – Awesome. It's called It's Been a While. Remember that sundress on that creek bank The summer we lost our innocence Remember that phone call, yeah, that breakup Things were going so good that it didn't make sense But it's alright, cause we moved on Like the last verse of a sad song Every now and then I think of you and smile Lord, it's been a while Last time I seen you It was summer break at Bonnaroo And I didn't want to bother you You looked happy But still fine I thought about you and when you were mine Oh, it's alright Cause we moved on Like the last verse Of sad song Every now and then I think of you And smile Oh it's been a while How about last night at that dive bar 
I walked you out to your car It's alright, we can't move on Like the first verse of our love song Oh, it's alright, we can't move on Like the last verse of a sad song Every now and then I think of you and smile Every now and then I think of you and smile Every now and then I think of you and smile Oh, it's been a while All right, man, that's a great song from Dustin Collins. His official website is DustinCollinsMusic.com. You can find Dustin on Twitter at DustinCollins88. I'm going to brag on you here if you don't mind, Dustin. Number 25, Billboard Country Albums, number one. Explain what that is. See, uh, my, the new record, uh, uh, when we released it, it charted number 25 in country music on uh, the country music sales chart. Uh, number 22, I believe, on the independent country music charts. Number nine on the national heat seeker chart. And number one on the Billboard Southeastern Heat Seeker chart. Awesome. And your little hashtags you got in here, ACM. I guess you're an ACM member. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a member of the ACM. And the CMA. And the CMA. And the most important one here might be hashtag BBN. Yeah, I'm definitely a member of BBN. And all of you non-sports fans, that would be Big Blue Nation. Woo! Go, go! Yes. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Who are not the number one team in college basketball's they preseason poll. They're, I think, number two behind Kansas. What do you yeah, think it of depends that? on what poll you're looking at. Well, that's, it just came out this week. <laughs> no, but Kentucky poll were one. We're always number one in Kentucky. Uh, right? Yeah, you, we, we don't read that fake news. Uh, okay, well, hey, for, for our listeners who uh, are listening to us in the state of Tennessee right now, hey, you two, help, me remind, help remind me, uh, who won the SEC championship last year in college basketball? Alabama. In basketball. Oh, sorry. Oh, wrong sport. <laughs> I, I, I refuse. Let's not talk about it. Tennessee. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Tennessee's ranked number six in the, the new poll, so I'm not trying to make this a big well, orange I, I'll love ta- fest here. I'll but tell you what. It's good to have. We got football rolling this hey, year, Hey, yeah, that's too. right. Who cares about basketball? But anyway. Oh, no, we're going to care about that, too, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> Let's see. Kentucky's got who this week? Oh. Do they have anybody that we might had, be off? No, that was last week. We, we just beat Vanderbilt. We, we beat Vanderbilt. Yesterday. Woo, you beat Vanderbilt. Yes. <laughs> hey, we, we beat Mississippi State and yeah, Florida. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think the official numbers is that we're 6-1 right now. You are, and I'm, I'm, I know t- Kentucky fans are excited at Kroger Field and beyond what's going on. So I refuse to call it. I, and you should. It's, it's Commonwealth Stadium. I, yes. you. I've drank a lot of beers in that park. Have you? <laughs> Plan on doing quite a bit more. You I, think you Missouri, might. Missouri on Sunday. Okay. You think you might uh, pull off what Garth did in the last week at Notre Dame Stadium? You think you could go to Commonwealth Stadium and put on a concert? That's my dream. Yeah. If you're listening out there, somebody at the University of Kentucky, <laughs> my dream is to sell out Commonwealth Stadium one day. Huh? Or with your assistance. Yes, yeah. that's right. Well, you know, let me do a halftime show or something. I don't that's know. right. Dustin Collins, our guest here with Precious Harris. We're on Music Road, Nashville, Tennessee. We'll go to our final break on today's Y'all Show. When we come back, we'll hear one more song from Dustin and get more info on this great Southerner via Kentucky. This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent.
Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer. Go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com promo code 4646. Avant.com code 4646. Back now for the final segment of this y'all show on a Wednesday as we wrap up from Nashville, Music City, Tennessee, and we have Precious Harris. I said Music City, Tennessee, but it's actually Music City, USA. Music City World. Now, yeah. It really is. And I'm glad to know that in the 2000 year, 2018, that there's lights and power here in Nashville, Tennessee, because when I arrived earlier... (laughs) Precious, evidently it's a common thing on Music Road that the power goes off for a lot of hours often because of all the construction. Yes, and I remember when I was at the other building, I came in one day and every, all my gold records that I've got from Lori Morgan and John Anderson when I interned for them and all my wonderful collectible artwork I have, everyone in there was broken where they were blasting across the street for CSAC and the CMA building. Mm -hmm. And the only one that did not break was my Elvis Presley jailhouse rock picture. That's every, everything else broke, but that I mean, one. That's one Charlie Daniels gave me. <laughs> it is, I know. But, yeah, it's all the construction here. I mean, uh, they got them now where only 99 people are moving here a day instead of 114. Oh, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Our special guest with Precious here is uh, Dustin Collins. And, Dustin, I like you. I like, I like your music. I like the fact that you're a good Southern boy. I like the fact that you're an Army veteran, and we yeah. appreciate your service and all those who serve our country. But also, anybody that likes Keith Whitley, I'm a friend of. That's that's about me, too. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you like Bush Light. I don't. Oh, as a as a beer? As a beverage. Uh, I'm more of a Budweiser guy. It's, it's the same stuff. It's just it's okay. mixed in a different can. I'm not a cra- Basically, <laughs> if you're asking, I'm not a craft brew kind of guy. Just, I like craft beer, but I like it with dinner. And then... Uh, if I'm campfiring, there's only one. I'm trying to get a Bush Light sponsorship. Yeah. So. <laughs> Bush Light, if you're out there. I, I think it might be Bush Light. We said it here on the other uh, show last week that at the University of Maryland at College Park, they sell a 77-pack of Bush Light or Natural Light. It's or Natural Light. I synced it on the, uh, um, on the Internet. How, how is that possible? I, you, you seem to know more about beer than me. So. You need a big back seat. Okay. <laughs> I mean, 77 cans of beer seems to be a lot for a 21-year-old college student to be. Oh, no, it's for the, it's for the frat house when you go to, like, it's for the whole house. I'm yeah. sure it's for the whole house. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Anybody yeah. that drinks 77 Natty Lights is. Well, no, no, I just thought they'd be the most popular person on campus. If well, they, had... they got a bladder like you ain't <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> hey, my husband's British. 
I, I mean, that I am. Bathroom all. He is no. He's he is snobby about his beer. Ah uh, well, you I'm know. okay with Natty Light. They, they drink beer warm over there, don't they? No, not my husband. He's got the cold one down. But I mean, for instance, like he's over there. He's actually over there now, and he's at the Fabrician Brewery, visiting the people who own it's the oldest brewery in Europe from 1638. But his friend from college, who does the artwork, does all the hand painting gold for all of their breweries across England and the UK. So he's got like the fabrics from town. We've got the posters frame they gave him and everything. Yeah, I know he's very snobby when he comes to his beer. It's amazing. I know the Brits may have some decent beverages, but how many times have the three of us who are proud Americans, proud Southerners, and two of the three of you proud Kentuckians, have you all debated, hey, let's, uh, what are we going to eat tonight? Uh, Mexican, Italian? No, let's go eat British food. What's up with their food, Precious? Honestly, I don't, my husband loves liver and onions, and I'm like, oh, but I'll eat pickled pig's feet, though, so I have to be careful, you know, so I'm a little. to get the bangers, beans, and yes. mash, by God. Okay. That's all right. Well, see, I love the fried fish, so. Well, okay, but fish and I, chips. I don't yeah. know too many British or English-type pubs for that. There's have, not here. Yeah, well, it's because Americans don't like their food. Now, do do they have American food over there? Uh, they have McDonald's and, like, KFC, but that's not really, well, I guess it is American food, but, you know. They ought to open up a cookout over there. Yes. <laughs> hey, man, I love cookouts. It's that's my favorite. My, that's my favorite. That's fine. I'm going to go there for dinner, actually. Yeah. Get you a cheer wine from cookout. Hey, I, I love cheer wine. That's good stuff. Yeah, you Carolina people sure do. Well, I'm, I'm going to give North Carolina credit on that. You know, cheer wine is a, a native South Carolinian. I'd never heard of cheer wine until just a couple of years ago. Oh, I didn't know if it was a and, whole and thing. And cookout there. really hadn't been around except for a few years. They really were just in the See, North Carolina area. We got ALH, kind of our explicit ginger ale beverage, and, okay. and which is mostly used to. I thought y'all had something called moonshine up in Kentucky. Well, you usually put your ALH in the moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then there's RC Cola. He's beat, you know, Bowling Green. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. RC, by God. That's, well, that's good it. Stuff. That's now, it. Dustin, let's, let's tell, before we hear a song from you wrapping up today's show, there's something about fishing or something about the rural lifestyle that you need to share with our audience here on the y'all show all right uh kinfolk story my, <laughs> uh, this is a tie tie from ty chuck and kelly it's his fault <laughs> and uh right roger mccoy in lexington kentucky uh nash fm up there they uh they found this video that uh my cousin had tied a uh fishing string and a, a hook and a sinker to his uh, nipple ring and threw it in the pond and I guess he used his shoulder to pull a bluegill or a brim for you southern folks uh, <laughs> uh, pull that sucker out of the pond with, with, with his uh, nipple and uh, I guess the term now is nipple fishing and I mean this video he uploaded it on Facebook it got like half a million something like that half it's... a million views or some crazy Enough where he sold it to some European company, um, some kind of social media company. <laughs> they, they sent him uh, 250 pounds. And I was like, well, he said, well, how do I spend 250 it? pounds? That's a lot to put in FedEx uh, envelope. Well, yeah, well, he said, he's like, how much money is that? Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, I said, like I don't know, buddy. You're going to have to, you're going to have to. Get the exchange right there, and I think it'd come out to be like something like $180. <laughs> it or does, yeah. They're, Seven hundred eighty bucks, and he said, "Well, it's, it's, he goes, is is half a million views? Is it is that good?" And he said, "Is that a good price?" I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I said you sign anything?" He said, "Yeah, they own nipple fishing now," and I was like, "Well," I said, "There goes the trademark." Yeah, there goes the trademark. Mm -hmm. I was like, "We we could have." 
We could have started our own line, the well, FLW, Bass Pro Shops, everything. Oh, well, I know. Dustin, I think the Lord's got bigger plans for you, and it means you need to make your living not in nipple fishing but in country music. Dustin Collins, the website everybody needs to go to to check out more on this talented Southerner is DustinCollinsMusic.com. His Twitter account is at DustinCollins88. Any other social media stuff we need to know about? Yeah, Facebook backslash DustinCollinsMusic and um, Instagram. Instagram. We are on Instagram if you would like to see the crazy things that me and my hillbilly cousins get into. Because <laughs> um, we, we do it quite a lot. We blow a lot of things up on Instagram. We like to shoot things, and mostly it's us sitting around drinking beer, looking at cars and stuff. But Okay. Well, you I, can get some music stuff on there every now and then, too. Um, it's Dustin Collins Music Official. On Instagram. On Instagram. On Instagram. Okay. All right. And, again, he has a, a, a nice track record of music. What's up for you now? What are you actually looking to achieve in Nashville and in country music? Man, uh, we got a great big old show coming up uh, November 17th. at. Um, it's going to be at Alltech Arena for the Bluegrass Rock and Rodeo, and uh, we're headlining that. It's our first big arena headlining show. Um, now, where got, is Alltech? Alltech Arena is in Lexington. Okay, uh, it, it, it's the pinnacle. Of not the, quite Commonwealth Stadium, but it's I mean, not. We're, we're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. It, it's, it, it's not a, rough, but somewhere just in a, that area. It's a smaller arena. It's, okay. it's more. It's a rodeo arena, and okay. They're bringing the bluegrass rock and rodeo in there. And, it's uh, incredible rodeo too. It's like one of the best. It, it's 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 it, this is the second year they've done it, and last year was huge. I mean they I mean huge rodeo, huge turnout. It's and it's great because they they like to book local. Um, you know if they can find somebody, uh, you know that that's in the local scene that's doing well in Nashville that has a good following out there, they love to book those kind of guys. And I think last year they had um, Walker Hayes is. is I think he's the guy that they they booked with Walker Montgomery, who's uh, also a Kentucky boy and down here in Nashville doing good things and um, great great show. And uh, you know we're hoping to get out back on tour, uh, do some stuff with some friends of ours from over at Average Shows, uh, twanging around and um, some some great stuff in the in the work. And your current album is available now. Current album is available right now on iTunes, Apple Music. Spotify. And what's it called? It's called It's Been a While. Okay. And he's going to the studio when he leaves the radio show yes. to record some new he's music. He's over here giving so. me a dirty look. He's like, man, you're costing me re- precious recording time. But he, he isn't. <laughs> no. He better not be. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll just wait till I get in the car and <laughs> cuss a whole bunch. I'll pretend like it's traffic. That's right. Well. <laughs> that would be me. Hey, maybe this interview can be nominated for a Grammy and spoken word. And so, you know, we don't, you don't need a music career. We just need that voice. Well, yeah. I, I I told a joke the other day uh, at a show. Where I was like, "Well, if y'all don't like the music, at least I'm funny. You can be a stand-up comedian." <laughs> Some guy in the, in in the front row said, "You're not that funny." <laughs> I was like, "Man, I'm gonna get a job at Kmart." <laughs> Do you get heckled as a singer? Do people heckle you? Sometimes. Really? Yeah, Sweet Home uh, Alabama is one of the big hecklers. Oh things. yeah, Sweet Home Alabama. You get that one if you play in Alabama. Good lord! I'm talking about people that really are heckling you not to play a song, but just they don't like you, or they're just trying to – a jealous boyfriend, his girlfriend might be there, and she might like you a little bit too much. That That's never happened. I had a drunk <laughs> guy one time just sit there, and, and basically he, he was on tour with Aaron Watson, and, and the whole time he was like, you know any Merle songs? I was like, I do. <laughs> and he said, play one. So we played him a Merle song, and 
uh, 10 minutes later, go, you know any more Merle songs? And, I mean, we're in a building full of, I mean, 2,000 people. Of which uh, probably 1,500 of them had no idea who Merle Haggard was. I'm, I'm sure they did. They were there Sierra and Watts. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we're in there, and uh, we're opening, of course, and playing our show. And this guy, he was just kept on and kept on and kept on. And I was finally, uh, we, we were done. I just started ignoring him. Yeah. And then uh, Watson came out, and uh, they, they, you know, they tore into the show. And about 15 minutes into his show, I hear Aaron just, Sir, you need to stop bothering me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he said, stop harassing me. He said, Sir, stop harassing me. He looked right down at that guy. I was like, I bet that dude asked Aaron to play Merle. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can you play a little Merle for us here? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You are going to send us out for the day here as we've enjoyed our time with Precious Harris here from Nashville Music City, USA, and Dustin Collins. Thank you for coming on the Y'all Show today. What are we going to hear as you take us out for the day? Oh, I, I think we're going to do some uh, some pieces off off the um, yes. yes the the record there. So uh, here we go. All right, everybody, Dustin Collins, go check out the website. It's available for all kinds of info, and the store is there and tour information. Dustin Collins music. This has been the Y'all Show. Dustin's going to send us home. Fallen angel with Texas plates leaned against me with your denim and lace. Foot on the pedal while that red dust settles on the sunset. Your hair in my face. I'm a half written song in Hank's Cadillac. I stole a few demons from that man in black. I carry my dreams in a brown paper sack I'll give you my heart Just don't give it back to pieces Don't give it back to pieces Touch of makers On her lips I love the taste of Every kiss Your touch catches like Red top matches baby dragon my skin. I'm a half-written song It hangs Cadillac I stole a few demons from that man in black I carry my dreams in a brown paper sack I'll give you my heart Just don't give it back in pieces You don't give it back in pieces You don't give it back in pieces Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. 
And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. We see it every day. They cut you off and they tick you off. It's called road rage, but they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to Carfax.com. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. I can't believe it. That we're playing 4-4 four four basketball with a barbershop quartet? Pass the ball, pass the rock. We're open, just pass the ball. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance.